Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Today Inside Town Packers podcast. My name is Griffin. You can follow me on Instagram at All Day Packers, and I'm joined by my good friend Braun, who you can follow on Instagram at Lambo.Leapers. And we are coming back to you with another podcast, another in person podcast. Braun is uh, once again sitting here next to me. Braun, how you doing, buddy? Well, I'm doing good, but there's a lot going on and a lot of nothing going on as well. Just a whole lot to talk about. It, it, there's a lot going on in the general sense of things, being at free agency and and the concern over a potential Aaron Rodgers trade, but nothing is happening within that realm of chaos. So it kind of leaves us, we've been waiting and waiting to put out another episode, but we can't really wait any longer, so this could age very poorly if something happens in the next hour or two hours or three hours, but... (laughs) Here we are, and we're going to give it a go anyway. No, we, we're just going to have to take the L at some point, you know, because our last podcast was, what, like the middle of February? We talked to Rudy Ford. If you haven't listened to that, go listen to us talk to Rudy Ford, who is currently a free agent, yet to be signed as of right now. But, um, yeah, we've been waiting, you know, and we thought this decision was going to come long ago. We thought, you know, it's we're, like, on week number four now of, oh, no, the decision's going to be, like, the end of this week, probably. And yet... Aaron Rodgers has still yet to make a decision on his future, whether he wants to play in 2023, where he wants to play in 2023. Both the New York Jets and the Green Bay Packers are both kind of in a weird limbo right now because they don't know who their quarterback is going to be. This is a this is one of the stranger situations I've been a part of. I was not a part of Brett Favre. Ron, were you a part of Brett Favre? No, I was not. I knew that, but uh, yeah. I was not a part of the Brett Favre watch of Wasn't in the locker room when that happened. <laughs> but um, I remember people joking at the beginning of this offseason, like, oh, this is going to be another Favre situation. And I was like, all right, guys, cool it. It's not going to be that ridiculous. But I think we have surpassed that, honestly. I think we have. Because the, the different reports that have come out, all these different teams that have been in conversations, the Raiders. Remember, I think the last time we actually sat down and talked to each other for a recording... We were convinced that if he was going to be traded, it'd be to Vegas. But uh, Vegas just signed Jimmy Garoppolo yesterday. They've been out of it for a couple weeks now. And right now, it's going to be the Jets or retirement or a return to Green Bay. Um, Bront, if we had to pinpoint our percentage as of March 14th at 9.30 a.m., how confident are you that Rodgers is going to be the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers in 2023? Uh, probably not great, unfortunately, just based on everything that's been said. I, I don't know if I want to even put a percentage on it because it's disappointing. I could say your percentage from yesterday if you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> it's disappointing to even think about it. But I do think, uh, well, what we've just heard this morning, which is a little bit of a, an update, uh, is that the Jets are heavily targeting Alan Lazard, although nothing's done, the other team's involved. That probably changes by the time this episode comes out. But if he does, in fact, go to the Jets, that's certainly... Whether it's part of what Aaron Rodgers and the Jets have already agreed to and discussed, or if it's the Jets trying to convince Aaron Rodgers to make that leap and join the Jets, uh, certainly that's an impactful move for New York to make when that is one of Green Bay's players, that's one of Aaron's players. And to go I have to imagine that, that would be big. The Jets meeting with Rodgers last week, I feel like he definitely said, Yeah, Allen. Allen's one of my guys. I want Allen. I want Cobby too. Cobby. Um, comes out yesterday. Weird report from Bill Huber. Very weird report, but he reports that uh, Cobby wants to play in 2023. Is that going to be in Green Bay? I think it depends on the quarterback, right? Same thing with Allen. There has been the report that Allen is waiting on Aaron to decide where he wants to play in 2023. Aaron is really holding a lot of guys up right now. I don't mind it, though. Again, I'm not... I, don't I know really, you don't. I don't think it's a big deal that he hasn't said anything. I First of all, as somebody who wants Aaron back, and I know you are too, I think this is 
better for that for that opportunity. I think the longer this goes, the the less likely that it is that he goes and plays for the Jets. And I would much rather see him retire than go play somewhere else. So I just think both of those likelihoods uh, are a little bit more likely the longer this continues to go. I do not want to see him in another uniform. I would much prefer retirement, but really what I want is an age 40 season in Green Bay. He's I, only yeah, 39. Course, Get yeah. to 40, man. Get to 40. You don't want that to be your last season in Green Bay. That was a disappointing year. The way This is why unfolded. I don't think he's going to retire. This is why we haven't thought he was going to retire all offseason, you know? Because why would he want that to be his last season? But um, I don't know. I really don't know. I do think in terms of just the way that things ended in Green Bay this past season, it would just be really a tough pill to swallow to have it end this way where so much was out of his control in terms of the personnel that was out there and the moves that were made trading their best player and not replacing him, the way that the defense did not hold up to the end of the bargain that we had for them, which was be the reason we win. That was the game plan because they spent so much money. They spent so many first-round picks. They had seven first-round picks starting on that defense. I, I don't I don't know how you can let Aaron be the guy who's getting blamed for this at the end of the day and not give him an opportunity to come back and try to win again with this group because they didn't give him a roster that I felt like was suitable for a championship-caliber team. No, and we've talked about this a lot. You know, if you've listened to the podcast this offseason, this has kind of been what we're talking about, that I don't think 2022 was a fair enough season to judge Aaron Rodgers' performance in, and I don't think it was enough to say, yeah, we're moving on. This guy's washed. He's certainly not washed. One year after an extension Exactly. You extended him, and we're going to get into the... Why don't we just get into this? So, I don't understand why the Packers would want to trade Aaron Rodgers. Um, everyone has been saying all offseason, well, you have to think about the value. You have to think about what they could get in return. And now things have pivoted because it's only a one-team market, I guess. That's why. And because of his contract also. But things have pivoted now into people saying, guys, you can't be unrealistic. You can't expect number 13. You can't expect multiple first-round picks. Now people are projecting, what, a second-round pick, a third-round pick, a conditional fifth? Oh my god, what happened here, man? What is the point of trading our quarterback if we're not even going to get good trade value in return? That's, what is the point yeah. of this? I, I don't understand the idea that we wouldn't get multiple firsts for the two out of three seasons MVP and the guy who, if you, I think objectively looking at it, when you lose Devontae Adams, you lose your offensive coordinator, you lose your quarterback's coach, and all these different jumbled different positions, the offensive line being a different group every week, the receiving core being a bunch of guys who couldn't string together And I think the Jets afterwards. know this. I think the Jets, they want him so bad there's because they know they that there's context. I'm sure there's a reason that other teams would want him if it didn't come with such a, you know, off-the-field baggage, which would be the, the fact money. that they have to, not only the money, but the fact that they have to kind of plan their team around him. Yeah. And he hasn't yet made this decision. It's a lot. It's a commitment to go to Aaron and say, you know, we want you to, and the, the idea that he would leave Green Bay in and of itself, it's hard to hope for that even. And I don't think many teams have a lot of hope for that because he just hasn't done it. In the last multiple years, he has not done it. And teams continue to hope, but how much do they really hope? When is the point where they say, we can't do this anymore because it's holding us from keeping, it's keeping us from doing what we want to do and in improving the rest of our roster while we try to wait for this possibility that Aaron Rodgers will finally leave Green Bay after all these years of teams wanting him to leave. So I, I, it just makes it difficult. And I don't know where we go from here when we look at this whole this whole trade idea. 
how could we do it and how can you feel comfortable with it after you already made the decision to extend him and keep him part of our future. Now we're going to be having to adjust this contract heavily in order to move him. They made this rash decision to move on if this is all going to happen. If they made this rash decision to move on, this was all after one year where they extended him that offseason prior and a lot of things were outside his control and now they're going to move on. It's just so rash to me. And and it's a total 180 from what they had going into this past season and what they've been doing for his entire career, which is supporting him and, and having him as our guy because he's done everything for us. I think we're both done trying to read into this situation. I think we're both trying to... We we've been trying to read Aaron's mind, read the front office, read the front office. Like, what are they thinking? You know, what what about the leverage, Braun? What about the leverage? But uh, at this point, all bets are off. I have no idea what's going on. But I do find it weird that it's still Aaron's decision. Everyone keeps saying this. Rappaport keeps saying this. Schefter keeps saying this. It's still Aaron's decision. Neither team has heard from him. He's sitting here liking tweets on Twitter all day. He's tweeting last night about Rasul Douglas. And he hasn't, what is no one, is he just not answering texts? How has he not made a decision yet? I just don't buy that. I don't buy it. I think there's something going on. Whether it's a negotiation thing, whether it's a holdup with the negotiations, or whether it's Rodgers trying to see where his guys are going to go. I don't know what it is, but I do not buy that Rodgers is taking this long to decide where or if he wants to play. Well... He is still in Green Bay as of today. He's still the Packers quarterback. He's still the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, and that is a reality. And it, I, it is hard to make a move like that. I think trading your best player and getting a compensation that everybody feels is fair, and then for Rodgers to decide to leave the organization that his— I think the biggest goal of his entire career after winning that Super Bowl became finishing with Green Bay. And he said that on multiple occasions. That was— his number one goal to be able to say I was the Packers quarterback for 20 years and I never left and they never moved me and I and I retired and and I had the greatest career ever and that would be all thrown away if he was to move on to a new football team and I don't think he every year we talk about oh he might leave he wants to leave he's never made that move and I know why it's because in the end of the day he wants to be the Green Bay Packers quarterback regardless I, don't, I think it would take a lot, and what it's taking now is the idea that he would be now traded from Green Bay where they don't want him, and he wants to still play. And even then, look, this is, that's what seems like it's going on, right? It seems like that they don't want Rodgers anymore. They want to move on to love. That's the idea. Why right? don't they just trade him then? It's so weird. That's the thing, though, because Rodgers can't just say nothing. In a tr- he can do whatever he wants. He doesn't right. have to I guess to he go. can veto things, yeah. So this is tough because if he wants to stay and they want him gone, there's a reason this is taking so long, I think, in my humble opinion. <laughs> I think God. it's taking so long what because mess, he wants dude. to stay. I think yeah. he wants to stay and to make that leap to go to a new, cl- a new club and then no longer be the Packers quarterback anymore and erase that dream of his that he's had for so long, I think that is a large, large leap to take, and there's a reason why it's taken so long to jump. Yeah, I mean, that does make sense. It has been so bizarre with Mark Murphy and Gutekunst and... Oh my, Mark Murphy last week, what is he talking about? This guy talks once a year, and he provides a quote that makes the entire <laughs> fan base just... What are you talking about, dude? He says He says a quote... 
do you have the quote, Braun? Because I don't remember what he said, but it made no sense. He used a double negative. There's two different sides of the fan base taking it two different ways. <laughs> Braun is sitting here thinking, oh, that means he wants Aaron's back. That, that means he wants Aaron back. And then all of Twitter is like, oh my god, he wants Jordan Love. Like, it didn't yeah. make any sense, this guy. Uh, why did he even give a quote? He should have just rejected, man. It's so weird what's going on. Griff, I'll even play the video of Mark here because it is... It's just hard to read, and everybody's been trying to read it. So I will play it. Here we go. Hopeful that we can reach a resolution that works not only for Aaron but for us. Is there a scenario where Aaron is still the starting quarterback of the Packers next season? Um, yeah. I mean, unless if things don't work out uh, the, the way we would want them, yeah. We, uh, he's obviously a great player and uh, right, you know four-time MVP and. Uh, but you know, I think it's you know trying to find uh, you know what what he wants and what we want, and uh, hopefully we can find a win-win situation. Yeah. That's do you it. want Aaron back? Yeah. Unless things don't work out the way we don't want. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> unless things don't work out the way we would want them. What does that mean? I don't know. We sat there for thirty minutes trying to figure out what that means, yeah, dude. I don't I, know. Well, the fact that he opened up that possibility to me was a significant part of it. it he's great. He is great. I mean, he can win us the Super Bowl. Going to Jordan you Love. You think so? I, my whole point was that Mark Murphy being here for what will be two more years and then he has to retire, for, forced by the mandatory retirement age. What happens then? Because he's talked about wanting to win multiple Super Bowls in Green Bay before he walks out the door. And Jordan Love will not bring that. Just because of the inexperience and the youth and... The lack of talent I've seen, no offense to all these people that love him to death, but uh, I just haven't seen enough to be confident that he can win us a Super Bowl. So I, I had thought Mark Murphy would be very much open to keeping Aaron, and I don't know if that's the case or not anymore because he's probably looking towards the future at this point. I think the goal should always be to maximize the window when you have a Hall of Fame quarterback, and they've, <laughs> that face. they've so far... Uh, I don't know. Have they maximized the window? No. No. no they if, they, if they thought this year was going to be the last year, then why did no, they that's not replace Devontae? That's another thing. This is so stupid. This is so stupid because they signed him to an extension last offseason while Devontae Adams is still on this roster. Then they trade Devontae Adams. They do nothing other than adding Christian Watson, Sammy Watkins, and a fourth-round pick, Romeo Dobbs, and Samari Torre if you want to count the seventh-round pick. They do nothing to replace the production that Devontae Adams brings to the table. And, first of all, and Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who and was their number gone, two. Yes. And he was gone as well. And yes. not that we wanted him back or anything, but they did nothing to replace. They did no, nothing that to was, enhance that He group. was playing 700 snaps for us, man. That was a real player for us. Um, and now they treated last season, the season where we went eight and nine. They treated that season like the bridge season for what would be it a, makes, a go in all exactly a go exactly. all in. That's season what I'm saying all season. Like, okay, this is a weird approach to 2022 from the Packers. Maybe they're thinking this is going to be kind of a if we win, we win. If we don't win, oh well. There's always next year. The security that Aaron's going to be here gives yes, them a exactly. lot more leverage. You sign Aaron to what a three year extension? You know, you you think he's going to be? It back. makes no sense. And then you give Aaron this. This supporting cast, which would rank in the lowest tier of NFL supporting cast, honestly, right up there with Chicago Bears, and then you use that to judge his performance in a year, I thought he played pretty well, you know? Yeah. I, in a lot of metrics that isolate the play of the quarterback, he finished top 10. He's still, it, just watch him play. Just watch him play. 
He misses throws, but he still makes throws that are Aaron Rodgers-type throws that not many other quarterbacks in this league are making. He's not a washed quarterback. I, we can go in circles about this. But My, here's one. I will make one quick comparison. What the defense did this year, the disappointing level of play that it had, it was it was supposed to be one of the best, if not the best unit in all of football. <laughs> Just go back to listen to our training camp podcast. We had high hopes, and so did everybody else, and I'm sure the Packers did as well. But what did they do? They're now going to move on from Aaron Rodgers instead of moving on from the defensive coordinator who Joe led Barry. that disappointing I mean, unit. This has kind of been swept under the rug, right? Joe Barry returning as defensive coordinator. What kind of move is that? So they move on from Aaron Rodgers if they make this trade. They will move on from the quarterback that's won them a Super Bowl, that's won them games, that's put them in the place where they can compete for the playoffs. Every single year they're in the playoffs. And then now they will keep the defensive coordinator who led this unit that was supposed to be the best in football and ended up being one of the league's most average. And now that's that. That's where they're placing the blame, on Aaron Rodgers <laughs> for that. And Aaron Rodgers for not being able to make these rookies turn into Devontae Adams <laughs> and, and make Sammy Watkins uh, turn into a college athlete that was quite to good. To the Clemson Sammy Watkins, yeah. This no. is all Aaron's fault. And the fact that David Bakhtiari could be in and out of the lineup every week and Elton Jenkins in and out of the lineup every week. They had no direction or plan for this season. Aaron Rodgers was the only constant. He played through a broken thumb. He played through broken ribs. And yet, they treat him as if he was the problem when he was the only consistency, the only constant, the only guy who was leading this team on a weekly basis. And now, they're going to force him out the door when I know he wanted to be back and he wants to be back. If he is getting traded, what a disappointment. And I look forward to the day that the organization pays for that. It irritates me when people act like he's just this passive player, you know? Like, oh, he skips OTAs, he doesn't work out with the young receivers. Listen, Aaron's got a he's got a lot going on in his life. He's more than just a football player, but that's besides the point. But just think about that clip that we keep referencing so far this week, Ron. The, uh, the week nine against Detroit when he's jumping up and down and screaming and clenching his fists and screaming, and he's so angry. I don't think I've ever seen him that angry. This is a guy who cares so much, and he wants everyone to be so... He wants everyone to meet his level of play. He wants everyone to give maximum effort, be the best version of themselves as they can be. This is a guy who cares so much. They say he doesn't care, but then when he gets mad at Christian Watson for missing a signal, for demanding that excellence that everybody wants to see, everybody wants to see us be excellent right. and see yeah. Aaron be excellent. When Rodgers demands that from his players... Why do they why do they beat on him for it? They say he doesn't care, but then he wants it so bad that he yells at these guys for for making mistakes that could cost them a chance to win the football game and then they yell at Aaron for caring too much. Yeah. That's what makes no sense. It's a double standard. And look, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like Aaron had a great year, but he didn't play as bad as everybody says, and he certainly doesn't deserve as much of the blame as everybody says because if he had Devontae and this defense performed at the high level and he and these they replaced or enhanced the roster in any way with the guys that they lost, especially at the receiver position, which is directly affecting his performance and his job. If they did anything to mitigate those losses and anything to help him be a better player, instead of trying to make him be the superhero Superman at age 39, why don't they try to make his life a little easier instead of putting it all on his shoulders? 
And it's this is forgivable. Last season is forgivable if they treated it as a bridge year between Which we two Super Bowl windows. Hoped. Yeah. But now they're gonna make this move off a rash decision. <laughs> you, know, you take the bridge year out of context and you're like, this guy kinda stinks, man. Yeah. This ain't no MVP. He won eight games. And he only won the MVP the last two years prior to this. Yeah, year. we thought and he was now gonna it's win three fault. in a row. It's yeah. all his fault. So look, I, I just again this is going to be an issue for this organization forever. <clears throat> to move on from Aaron will be a colossal mistake that could cost colossal. them multiple, multiple, multiple years, maybe decades of poor play. Because <laughs> if they lose Aaron and don't properly replace him, if Jordan Love isn't the next Hall of Fame quarterback, they're going to be searching just like all these other teams that right. are searching. I'm not willing to go that far because there is a chance that Jordan is good. You well, know? what happens if Jordan isn't good? And then Rodgers goes. That's, what, that's forget, a reality. Forget what happens with Jordan. What happens when Aaron Rodgers goes to a brand new team and wins a Super Bowl in his first year there? That You're would all be fired. embarrassing. Yeah, Brian's yeah. gone. If Jordan's not good, everyone's fired. Mark, Matt, Brian, all gone. If Jordan does not work out, all of them. They're all. They're gone. all gone they're all because gone. they they're betting against Aaron and betting on this first round, For like the third, twenty sixth <laughs> overall selection, twenty fourth overall, whatever it was. They're betting on him over Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just like, that's your guy. That's your quarterback. That's man. our quarterback. That's your quarterback. And you're ready to move on for Jordan Love? They don't appreciate that doesn't make sense. But they the don't further, appreciate him enough. The further we go along, the, the, the odds, uh, the better the chances of him coming back. Who knows? Maybe this will all be a waste of breath if he How about Trey Wingo yesterday? That was certainly something. We all thought he was gone, and then now they're saying We're panicking. No. Yeah, no. I was in panic mode. Tell the story a little bit, Braun. Well, we get this alert, and it's just, it was not Sitting like, next to each other. Yeah, it's not It's not immediately, ah, oh, tears and crying and ah, no, screaming and Wingo up. is like, oh boy, I don't know. Great yeah. assault, you know? Yeah. So we, we see this, and I'm, you know, thinking, uh, it's just a very depressive, like, ugh. Here this we is go. real. Here we go. Here you we know, go. And it's just like this is it. And we, it, it's hard to be like we were shocked with Devonte when Devonte got traded. We were shocked. We just traded Devonte. That was my exact. Lives quote. in my head, rent free. Yeah. Well, that that was uh, again. We were in person for that, and there was a shock. It was. It was. We were banging the walls with. We were shooting guns. In the house. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we. It, it was a chaotic. We were shocked, and then after that, you know, that was. It's tough, but this. We've been living in Aaron Rodgers' departure for three years now. So when it happens, it's going to be a, here we go, this is it. Not a, oh my goodness, you know, it's not, it's not a shock factor. It's more of just a depressing thing. Yes, so when it, if it happens, it will be uh, certainly disappointing and sad, and it will be the saddest move in my lifetime that this team has made. But if it doesn't, you know, we'll be ready for that as well. And I think, like we talked about, the longer this goes on, it seems more and more like Aaron... I, I know Aaron wants to stay. You know that. Based on everything we've talked about, everything we've done over the past three years, it's it's very clear that he's always wanted to finish in Green Bay, and he says that still to this day. I think the Packers are the ones that are going to be initiating this departure, this divorce. Mm-hmm. So, But I, I will say, too, that we will be ready regardless. And I think one point we can discuss now, if we want to move on to a positive, is that they did bring back one of Aaron's favorite teammates, a guy who he said that he wants to win a Super Bowl with, Keyshawn Nixon, Keyshawn the best Nixon. special teams player we've Jets, had in a decade. Jets missed out on that one. That was the if move. If you want the Aaron, you got to go make. get Keyshawn. Yeah, that's the move they needed to make. <laughs> no, that's a great sign. I mean, it's not just a great sign. I mean, it's probably unlikely to uh, factor into Aaron's decision here, but it's a good thing for the Packers because it's a one-year, six million dollar deal, not too expensive. Well, that's and... the type of move that you make to to win, you know. But if they don't yeah. have Aaron. 
it's hard to say that Jordan's going to come in. And, and again, they kept I know, it. It's they like, restructured David Bakhtiari. They restructured all these guys that are going to keep them in Green Bay. David Bakhtiari is a guy that you don't keep around if Aaron's not there. No, like, we've talked about this, bro. Like, if we trade Aaron, I don't care about this. It doesn't really matter. The rest of these veterans. so much money, and he's older already. Like, oh, just, I'm ready to just, you know, from the ground up, this roster. Yeah, the rest of these veterans, I mean, it just doesn't matter. When we're not going to win. When we're not going to win with Jordan Love, because as there's the no window right now with Jordan Love. There's, no, Rodgers always gives you a tiny window. At this the very roster least. is built to win now, but the quarterback yeah. is important in that fact. If Rodgers being there, the roster was, the roster has been built. Yeah, to win 2020, now. 2021. That's yes, but this current group with the receivers, the only this is thing not is a win receivers. now roster. Yeah. We have a win now defense. We have a win now offensive line with Elton and David, and, and some a lot of, of other draft guys. capital. There's a lot line. of investment there, but the receivers is the one thing that held us back from winning last year, and right. it's going to continue to hold us back, especially now if we throw a rookie a rookie quarterback in the mix. When we're when we're doing all this, practically a rookie quarterback. I, well, everybody's going to treat him as if he's never played football before <laughs> and give him a lot of uh, a lot of opportunity to make mistakes. But again, the standard I'm going to hold Jordan Love to is if he's the starter, is Aaron Rodgers' standard, which is you have to help us win a championship. Yeah, because he sat behind Aaron for three years, and the way that these quarterbacks and I look, yes, did Aaron sit behind Brett for three years? Yes, but also this was a different time. Guys were sitting for at least one year, a majority of guys. Guys weren't getting drafted in the first round and starting right away. Now, you look at the league today, guys come in immediately and start. Jordan Love has had the opportunity to sit behind the greatest of all time for three years and play sparingly, get first-team reps in practice with Aaron's injuries and other things like that, start games. I, I think that there is a lot of opportunity for him to come in and theoretically play at a high level immediately. But, again, I haven't seen enough yet to say that that's going to happen. But I think it needs to happen, and that's the standard. And if he doesn't do that, you make the quick move to look in another direction. Because he doesn't. Ha- I don't think there's a grace period for a guy like this who's been there for three years. Yeah, and they've got to make the decision on the option and everything. But, um... In terms of free agency, which the window opened yesterday at noon, um, I, <laughs> you said yesterday, Braun, that Aaron said that his decision would become before free agency. Maybe he Googled when is NFL free agency 2023 and saw the date March 15th, <laughs> which is the official start of the new league year. The legal tampering period uh, opens yesterday, which I don't know. Maybe maybe Aaron was talking about March 15th, which would be tomorrow. But um. In terms of free agency, there's really no big fish this year. This is a very weak free agent class. I mean, who's the biggest free agent? Lamar. <laughs> Other than the guys who have been tagged, it's like Deron Payne. Yeah, well, he's been signed. Yeah, he got right. re-signed. So. There's really not much, especially for Green Bay, even though we actually have one of the higher cap space totals in the Dude, league. Dude, we are watching NFL Network yesterday. We got like the ninth most cap in the league. I'm yeah. like, when that? When did that happen? <laughs> yeah, I guess it's these restructures, and I know now we're sitting in a spot where Chicago has signed a bunch of guys that are like, again, these free agents. There's a reason they're free agents. They they weren't signed by their original teams. There's a reason they're out there, which means they're not 
perfect players. They're not going to change your roster. And there's a there's reason the, teams like Chicago can afford to uh, pay all these guys. Exactly, because, because they don't have a ton of guys already. <laughs> exactly. So they're just trying to fill their roster to be competitive because they were one of the league's worst teams last year. In fact, they ended up with the number one overall pick. Yeah. And they just traded that for a bunch of picks and, and including a, a wide receiver, DJ Moore, who we've had interest in in the past. So That one they, hurt. That, that, one, one that was a good move for them. But again, now they're going to be stuck at the number nine pick. And they also have to sign all these guys. They paid Tremaine Edmonds like a quarterback yesterday, the linebacker. <laughs> they made a lot of moves to try to get guys on their offensive line, and they're sticking with Justin Fields, who's certainly not certain at quarterback. Wow. So, I mean, there's a lot that they have to do just to get into a position where we are, where we have a roster, and it's the quarterback thing. Yeah. Um, in terms of moves that the Packers can make, <laughs> I don't even know. Well, they've got... Space and they've also yeah, got, got the space. We talked about who's how many out guys, there that you'd be interested in right now. Well, there's Some so the many guys, guys, there's so many guys that they have to bring back themselves if they want to try to compete. And this is all like this is why we haven't recorded in so long, bro. Because it's like, are we gonna bring back Robert Tunyon well, if Jordan Love is the starter? Right. I don't care. There's Tunyon, <laughs> there's, there's Tunyon, there's Lazard, there's Jaron Reed, there's Dean Lowry, there's Adrian Amos, there's Rudy Ford. Adrian there's a Amos. lot of guys. Wow, I forgot about him. There's yeah. a lot of guys. There's Randall Cobb, there's Mercedes Lewis, there's Mason Crosby. They've got a lot of Crosby. guys. Crosby, why hasn't he been extended yet? I mean, that's not a move that's on their first priority because he wants to be in Green Bay and they probably want him Yeah, that's back. a move you do in like this season. It's weird. I don't think it's a big deal right now because he's not going to go anywhere if they want him back. Yeah. So, again, but another thing. Why keep Mason Crosby around if Rodgers isn't here? Well, it's a different story. It's all complicated to me. Why Why? Why even? Why bring back Mercedes? Why bring back Randall? Mercedes, yeah, no. Randall. No Randall point. who will play this season. Apparently, yeah. Thanks, That's Bill Huber. Bill, Bill said Randall will play. Yeah. And... Uh, I, I don't think that's not true to be like Mark Murphy here. Unless, <laughs> yeah, I was like, what did you say? <laughs> no, but I, I, I think he'll play, as is my point. But it's probably going to be wherever Aaron ends up. I could see a scenario where he comes back to Green Bay, and even though, maybe even before Aaron makes some kind of decision, but I, I, Brian never wanted him back in the first place. So it would probably only be if Aaron returns. Yeah, Mercedes is an interesting one. You know what is also interesting? So Matt LaFleur is such a player's coach. If we lose Aaron, that means we also are probably losing Alan Lazard. We're losing Mercedes Lewis, most likely, Randall Cobb. A lot of these key veterans, a lot of these locker room leaders. What happens to this locker room, you know? What happens to Matt LaFleur's legacy? <laughs> because he's not, he, I don't think he's the, we're not in the locker room. Did you know? We're not in the locker room. Um, but I don't think he's the type of coach who's going to be, really motivating this roster on nobody's getting basis. behind Matt LaFleur when Aaron is not there like this is a player's locker room I feel like everyone knows that well when your biggest important player and leader and then if you're talking about and a, all the other guys that's why they're all leaving gone. yeah why keep okay David's the one guy who would be there but then it's, it's be David and Jair then and you're Rasool. trying to win a Super Bowl with Jair and Rasul and yeah and that, that's not enough it's not enough because Jordan. they've had that on the defensive side what of the ball. What kind of leader is Jordan? <laughs> Jordan Love? I, I've heard like five quotes from this guy. Yeah, I mean, we let we'd let him get in that position, but he's so young, he'd he'd be treading water at the beginning regardless, and it would be guys like David, and if Sadie's, but these guys, I don't know if Sadie's is back. I don't know if Randall's back. The if odds Aaron's are not Rogers, here, why is th- none of these back? guys? It, make, it would make no sense. But what if they tried to just keep all these guys just to spite Aaron and not let him take every player they have? <laughs> That's, I mean, I don't know what the relationship with them is like right now after this 
this off season, from the front office's down. perspective, you're moving on from Aaron. You've got to get younger because they kept David. That's immediately one I would say. Yeah, don't they make probably that view move. him. Me too. Don't make that move until you know Aaron's not back or back. They probably view David as a a cornerstone. You know, a pillar player. You know. No, I don't even. I don't know if they even do because <laughs> they 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 don't trust his injury history. Plus, you know, it's a they funny hypothetical. To not add void years to his deal. You know, it's a funny. Oh, true. Yeah, uh, funny hypothetical that you raised yesterday. Imagine Rodgers leaves, he's traded, and then we give Alan Lazard a four-year contract. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. No, the Jets. It sounds like the Jets are about to sign Alan Lazard, which. Everyone knows our takes on Alan Lazard, Bron. What's your take on Alan Lazard? Well, we don't want him back regardless. <laughs> no, I really don't. I would like to see somebody pay him, but sure. I don't think yeah. I don't think it should be be Green Bay. No, and I'd hope it's not the Jets either, just for the sake of you know the less talented players that go with Aaron. I mean, it gives us a better well to go there and, and try to recruit Aaron. I would like to see him stay, obviously. So I'm I'm not hoping that they go and get one of his favorite guys. Yeah. Um, going back to free agency, so this receiver position on the Packers roster, I, I would say it's the third biggest position of need for the Packers right now, right behind safety and tight end, because at the receiver position, we have Christian Watson, second-year player, Dobbs and Torre, second-year players, and then Bo Melton. Am I forgetting someone? I think that's it. No, I those think, are the only guys. I think that... we have four players at the receiver position right now. You know, Randall Cobb's free agent, of course. Yeah. Um... So talking about free agent receivers, because I would like to bring a veteran in. Robert Woods was a guy. You disagree with me here, Bron, but Robert Woods was a guy that I would would have liked to see um, come in, regardless of the quarterback, really, because I've always liked Robert Woods. You know, familiarity with Matt Lafleur, but he signed with Houston, um, so he's off the board. But th- this free agent class is not very good. There's no big name receivers. There's no Devontae Adams this year. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is a guy who's uh, rumored to be available via trade, but that's a huge contract. And despite the Packers' ninth-ranked <laughs> salary cap situation in the NFL, I don't think that's a move that they want to make. Um, so yeah, receiver. Kind of looks like we're kind of stuck here, huh? They're stuck in a lot of spots. I mean, tight end, receiver. They need safeties. Tight end. We have one tight end on the roster. They're right going now. to have to rely on a lot of young guys to step up and step in, whether it's draft picks or cheap, cheap contracts like. They're going to have holes going into this year regardless. Just the guys that they don't have, the guys that they have to bring back. I don't know if Amos will be back. I don't know if Rudy Ford will be back, even though he's expressed that he wants to come back. Brian Gutekunst seemed to make it clear that they won't be back, right? So, like, these are the things yeah, that, that make no sense. Weird, this whole front office. I'm, look, I'm seriously, I'm seriously done with this organization from... The, the front office executive Gutekind standpoint. said there's two safeties that we're planning on not returning, basically, paraphrasing that. Um, but who are you talking about? Amos and Rudy? <laughs> Those are the two free agents. I mean, yeah. to, to make a, a declarative... Why'd you say that? <laughs> to make a declarative statement on Darnell Savage just because he has a guaranteed salary and he's currently on the roster, to, to declaratively say that he's going to be traded is just... That's kind of... I, I think that's unfair, probably. And yeah, a little bit of uh, jumping the gun for sure, because it's just you you can't guarantee that. But also, I just don't understand. I, I can't I can't continue to have hope or excitement about this team with the current regime, and I think that's from the top down. And I don't know if they can find people better, but what they currently have has been the downfall of why they haven't won Super Bowls, in my opinion. So I just I don't know where we can go from here, but 
I don't like our chances with this group. <laughs> Unfortunately. I'm getting sick of this Rodgers thing. I really am. I, I need it to be over. I'm sick of waiting. All day yesterday, I was so bored. Not even bored. I'm just sitting here waiting all day. Brown's showing me a tweet. Raiders, Jacoby Myers. $33 million. That's wow. really cheap. Yeah, I thought he'd get more than that. How many years? Three years? Yeah. Wow. Jesus. $11 million. That's MVS money. Jacoby Myers, good player. Probably outside of the package price range, though. But uh, I'm getting sick of this Rodgers thing. I really am because it's like I just want to move on with my life. We've put our entire podcast. This is what we do, bro. This is our hobby. <laughs> this is our career, maybe, some would call it. We put it on hold for a month because we've been waiting for this guy. And uh, I don't know, something's up. I just refuse to believe that he doesn't know if he's going to play in 2023. I think he wants to be in Green Bay. He wants to be in Green Bay, but... But the Packers don't want him <laughs> in Green Bay. Oh my gosh, this is so... So he's not, like, again, I don't think he's getting eager to, okay, you know what, I'll go to the Jets. He wants to stay. Yeah. So if they're going to push him out, he's not going to make it easy on them. Then why, all the reports have been, like Rappaport is saying, you never finished the Trey Wingo story, but Trey Wingo tweets this, you get the graphic ready, we're all freaking out waiting for Rappaport or Schefter, right. and then we have NFL Network on, and Rappaport's on the TV, and he's like... Nothing has happened. I've called multiple people. Nothing has happened. And he said that for the remainder of and the Schefter, day And Schefter, even if you care about what he has to say, yeah, he said that on ESPN as well. Same thing. So happened. Wingo, did he lie? Did he, uh, I don't know. I don't Jump I don't know the gun. Or is gun. he smarter than all of us? <laughs> uh, so, um, but no, Rappaport's saying all day yesterday that both teams are waiting on Aaron. You know, Domofsky said the same thing yesterday. Both and teams Jason are waiting will on be Aaron. today. Yeah. For who, whoever cares, says he's still a Packer as of this morning. Yeah. So everyone's just, I don't know, waiting on Aaron. Yeah. I guess it's his call because the Packers have made it clear that they are ready to move on because it sounds like. I, I think right now, if Aaron wanted to come back, he basically they, there's nothing they could do. And Matt LaFleur would start him because that's outside Brian's purview. That's outside what they do in the front office. Mar- Matt would keep him around. And this is him. literally, if he wants to come back, like you're saying, he this could. is a Brett Favre thing. He could stay. This he is literally a Brett Favre thing. It's all on him. So that's what they say. Rodgers could say, I want to come back. And he could even just say nothing and stay. Maybe that's it, right? He's not saying anything. And by not saying anything, it holds the Packers back from doing things. It holds the Jets back from doing things. And in the end of the day, if he says nothing... He's a Green Bay Packer under contract for $60 million, <laughs> yeah. and Matt LaFleur will start him. And this all is of a, a sudden, chess move. <laughs> this is, he's, his, his silence is, is loud. We get so. to July. Everyone's still waiting on Aaron. <laughs> he shows up to training camp like, uh, hey, guys. <laughs> this me? is literally a Brett Favre thing. This is exactly what happened with Brett Favre. I was six years old, but... You remember is, it well. I do. <laughs> no, but I, again, I think there's some real... I think my thoughts make sense. The idea that... There's a standoff between what Aaron wants and what the Packers want. They're trying to convince him to go somewhere else. Rodgers wants to stay. He wants to do. He but wants we'll to have, have the dream. We'll the have dream. Woody Johnson fly out to California and meet with you, buddy. <laughs> this is all. I, th- I again, tell me if I'm crazy, but I think this is all. They're trying to convince Aaron that it's okay to play somewhere else. When in his mind, it's always been. And we've said this, and this is why he hasn't left in the last two years. When everybody said he was gone, then this is because he wants to be a Packer. But. The Packers will have no choice but to start him if he says, I'm not going anywhere. They can't do anything. Yeah. He's under contract for $60 million. That's their fault. They made that contract, and now they want to move on. So if Aaron wants to stay bad enough, regardless of what they think, then he will stay. And I think that's what he wants. But he also doesn't want to be somewhere where he's not wanted. 
So it's tough. I can see him going and leaving. I can see him retiring just because he never wants to leave Green Bay and never wants to play anywhere else. And I can also see him, if he's spiteful enough, coming back and winning us another Super Bowl. <laughs> it's complicated, dude. It's it's a complicated situation. Um, there's really not much more we can say on it because we're kind of in the dark. In the dark. Like Rogers. <laughs> um, we just don't know. We don't know. And we're sitting here waiting for like three weeks now four weeks now we've been just sitting here waiting and we're still waiting but um today he's gonna be no he's not gonna be but it, it is tuesday you know he could make his surprise appearance on mcafee maybe it's 10 a.m currently but we should have waited until i know then. yeah right <laughs> it, it would be so funny if the day we finally ch- decide to all right let's just forget it let's just get on the mic and record that's the day he makes the announcement but it could happen it could be a Devonte situation because if you're unfamiliar with the story last year we recorded an entire podcast hour plus of talking about the receiver position what to do outside of Devonte adams and then not minutes after we hit stop recording Devonte adams is traded so same thing could happen here. My mother said that Braun is not allowed to come back to my house if uh, Rogers is traded because he's a bad omen. <laughs> who's who's next? Who's next year? Spring break 2024. Who is it? Trading Dryer and Rashawn Gary. <laughs> it's a package deal for a fifth round pick. Yes. So. Oh my gosh. It, I, look, this is just tough. This is so tough on Packers fans. This is tough on Aaron probably. But again, if the I could see people are saying just make a decision, Aaron. But if they want him out and he wants to stay, and now he has to make this gigantic decision to go play somewhere else after he it had It sounds dream, like it's Jets or retirement. It sounds like that's his decision. That's, well, not if he wants to hold him hostage and stay here. Right? <laughs> he said he wouldn't, but he might. Now, well, that was, that was the idea that he'll make a decision on whether he would retire or play. If he's already decided to play, which I think he has... And he wants to stay in Green Bay. That's a good point, actually. That's the hostage. You said situation. that about the retirement thing. Yeah, that wasn't. This is hostage now, and it's yeah. okay. I think it's okay. <laughs> I don't mind because this is uh, they've they've treated him poorly. All right, does that do it for today's show? I mean, there's really just not there's not much we can sit here and talk about. Once man. we learn more, we'll get back on. Yeah, and once we're we, maybe be... you know more deals and and other things. Once Aaron's traded, or good. once he yeah. <laughs> If, once if, he once he joins the darkness again. Oh my God! Imagine no. Once I need another darkness retreat <laughs> before I decide. When we get more clarity on anything, we'll get back on these mics. We're gonna record more before Braun leaves. So um, before I leave, I'm also on vacation here. So this is a fun little thing we're doing, huh? Before He's, you head back to Green Bay. Are you sick of me, Braun? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, this was fun. This was, I don't even know how long this was, probably like 40 minutes. But if you listen this far, thank you for listening. Um, sorry we didn't really have much to talk about. We kind of just, for the, the, we should name this the Aaron Rodgers Podcast because that's kind of all we talk about as of late. But what else is there to talk about? We don't know. We, this is the, everything it, hinges on this. Literally everything. We can't talk about free agents. We can't talk about how the Packers going to win a Super Bowl. I don't know. Everything changes depending on the contract and the draft picks and who's the quarterback and all of this, you know? So we can't really say anything. So that's why we haven't been saying anything. So, um, But we are back. If you want to uh, send in your takes, send in a question, you can email us at todayintitletown at gmail.com. Or if you would rather call us and leave a voicemail, you can call the number 920-430-0711. That is 920-430-0711. Call that number, leave a voicemail, and uh, give us your take. Give us your question. Same thing in the email. 
It's very much appreciated. We'll go through those. Um, yeah, I guess that's everything. So check out the podcast on uh, wherever you get it. <laughs> check out the podcast on Instagram at Today Inside of Town. I'm on Instagram at All Day Packers. Braun is at Lambo.Leapers. And we will be back. Don't worry. So hopefully we get more clarity soon, right? Could be another Packers therapy session on the way next. Oh, my God. An off-season therapy session. Haven't done that. Haven't done that. <laughs> well, All we right. did after Devontae. But. Yeah, we didn't call it that, though. No. Maybe we'll call it that this year. We will. Or if Aaron uh, if Aaron comes back. Probably a therapy session for people as well. <laughs> oh, both, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got three graphics ready. I've got the retirement graphic ready, the trade graphic ready, and the returning as the Packers quarterback for the 19th season ready. So I'm prepared. Braun, are you prepared? I'll be prepared. Okay. I'm more emo- I'm more worried about my emotional preparation. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. You should have seen the kid yesterday after Trey Wingo tweets. <laughs> my day was ruined. <laughs> it literally was. Nothing even happened. My day Nothing was ruined. Nothing happened. <laughs> Trey Wingo went out of his way to ruin this kid's day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That does it. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Go Pack Go. Thank you for listening, everybody. Forever and always. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go.